Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh my god, we have a third person here. Who, who are you? <laughs> Hi, you guys. It's a. Uh, it's the ghost of Christmas past. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. Oh well, it's me, you guys. It's Sam, like everybody knows. <laughs> Hi, it's Samantha. It's Sam. We it's all know. <laughs> I know. Thank you guys for having me on. I'm so excited to do this. I'm like, I had to pop a, a yeah, fourth yeah. of a Xanax to chill out. Oh my god! What if they don't like me? <laughs> Just kidding. Right. Welcome to Suspiria Podcast. Yeah, welcome. I'm Stephanie, and you heard Carol, and we have our special guest. Sam. Hi, Sam. Hi. Hi. So, Sam, do you want to say anything about yourself? Sure. What do you (laughs) (laughs) I was this close, this close to saying I like green eggs and ham, but I I stopped myself. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sure. Okay. So, I'm 28. I like long walks on the beach. And (laughs) just kidding. I I live in the desert. There's no beaches here. But uh, I live in Texas. And I have two kids, and oh god, I guess that's it. That sums it up. That's me as a human. Yeah, and she's Mexican. That's oh, what? and I'm a Mexican. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because otherwise, yeah. people cool. would be like, "Okay, so how's that relevant?" They're to like, the podcast? Oh. <laughs> "They're like, oh, okay, that's great." <laughs> yes. Yeah. So today... I just lost you guys a ton of subscribers. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's not like we have a ton of subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, un- I'm unsubscribing myself right now. Okay, okay. Based okay. on myself. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> okay. So today we're talking about very uh, awful crimes, uh, as usual, which is what we do here. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a disclaimer, if, if you're triggered by violence against children or mm-hmm. women or anything like that, don't listen. I mean, I don't know why you would be listening yep. to a true crime podcast anyway, but you never know. And mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that was the warning. Yeah, today mm-hmm. today's episode specifically is probably yeah. very triggering. I I like I'm on the other ones. I'm like no, but today's. <laughs> <laughs> no, we will leave like most of the gruesome things out because nobody wants to listen to that. I mean, if you do want to, like, know about it, we encourage you to do some research. You know, Google's your friend. It's all there. Like, you can see pictures. You can see, like, very detailed descriptions. But, you know, this is a family podcast. We're not going to leave it all there. Yeah, it's a family podcast where I talk about my vibrator, uh, about my racist great-grandparents. You know? (laughs) Family. It's a family good. It's good Mm -hmm. family fun. Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. Great. So who's going to start? Not me. Um, I, I'll go. I guess since they're I, not my cases, but I'll, yeah. I'll go ahead and give like a mm-hmm. gist of them if that's okay with yeah. you guys. So okay, cool. the first person okay. we're going to be talking about today is um, is the case of five-year-old Alejandra Flores. And, mm-hmm. and this is a doozy. It's really sad. Um, so she was abducted. Just a quick brief before we go into detail. She was abducted from a local Walmart here by um, David Santiago Renteria. He uh, followed, he kind of, I mean, to me, he was obviously looking for someone. He had been walking around the store for about 45 minutes prior 
to mm-hmm. her abduction. She was the youngest of a family of eight kids. So, you know, I mean, one kid is a lot to deal with. I, you know, things happen. Sometimes you don't, you, you mm-hmm. have, you're trying to shop and get everything together. And she, she just wandered away for a little bit. And in that short amount of time, he got her, um, there's security footage of him walking out of the store with her. And she was found the next day, um, kind of in this like alley nook. And um, unfortunately she had been burned and she was sexually assaulted. Um, And her uh, cause of death was strangulation. So, I mean, this poor little girl went through so much. There's not, you know, I I wish this guy so much hell. Hopefully he's getting all the hell that he deserves. Yeah, exactly. So he was a convicted sex offender for a 1994 indecency with a child involving sexual conduct case. He was sentenced mm-hmm. to 10 years then, but he ended up not doing the full 10 years because he was he did a boot camp, so it was kind of like time served. And he also got probation instead instead of having to do the full sentencing. So mm-hmm. eight years later, he enters this Walmart, um, obviously on the hunt for a child, and abducts... Um, I said a duck. He (laughs) abducts Alejandra and, um, and he's just, just a monster. But, uh, so to give some light detailing to the case, um, as far as solving it, um, he had put a bag over her head and when he burned her body, um, you know, this jerk thought that, you know, okay, I'm getting rid of the evidence. Well, by the stroke Mm -hmm. of grace, he, his palm print was on the bag. So oh. they were able mm. to get him. That's like the one part of it's. It's incredible that that's like one of the very few parts of her body and the bag that didn't burn. Um, and they were able to lift his palm print, and he was he was convicted for her for her murder. Good. Yeah, he tried to appeal yeah. the death sentence, but I I, I want let me make sure, but I want to say that that appeal was rejected, and he is on death row. Mm. it's gonna sound so weird what I'm gonna say right now but it's so refreshing when we have a death penalty because like all of the cases we have covered it's like yeah you know he got 30 years in jail he's out yeah for killing like yeah I don't know it's, it's I don't I don't, I don't sound like an asshole cause it's like yeah it feels so good to have someone you know die cause of what they did but mm-hmm. like there is uh, I don't know I mean I'm at one point like, getting it's myself like to a hole here but like no I don't think you are because at what point is there like yeah. like I understand like we shouldn't wish death on people but at what point is like the relief of knowing that this won't happen mm-hmm. again by that individual to another person there's so many mm-hmm. like loopholes in the justice system that can yeah. you know see someone out of jail because they didn't like Mirandize him at, in you know when underneath a cloud or he didn't you know get a uh, water in jail you know what I mean there's just so many ways that he can repeal that and I feel like like a there's such a finality to it and a lot of times they don't even Mm -hmm. make it to the chair they don't even make it to get the injection they don't even make it to Mm -hmm. their their the end they die out of sickness and those are the kind of things that kind of like rattle my bones when they die from being Mm -hmm. sick because I'm like ugh. yeah as long as they're gone I don't care I'm like I don't know. I, I, I probably shouldn't even say my opinion about the death penalty. Because I know, like, most people are so like, oh, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, mm-hmm. if there's, like, DNA evidence 
and like mm -hmm. actual evidence that a crime was committed, mm -hmm. I am actually not against the death mm -hmm. penalty. Yeah. Yeah. And especially if it was something that they had been convicted of doing prior, obviously this person is a repeat mm -hmm. offender. Obviously this person has the intent to do this again. Now, do I think a drug dealer should be on death row? No. 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 Absolutely exactly. not. I, I believe that there is a way to handle certain things and mm -hmm. I definitely think that there's like so people can recover from things but if you keep like killing kids like at what point is it like okay yeah. sir exactly. we're gonna need to get like a place like Brazil that doesn't even have like a life sentence yep like it's a yeah, yeah you get like two like we, yeah the first guy we covered he got like 200 something years in jail well guess what like he didn't he can serve? yeah he can get well, out he get out pretty fast yeah. Yeah. Like, there's this guy. Are we gonna cover him yet? Still, like, I'm not gonna say names. I'm just gonna give one detail. He killed his wife, girlfriend, whatever, mm -hmm. and fed her to his dog. Oh! Dogs. He's out. Stop giving oh. details. Shut he's up. out. No, shut he's up. out. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. No, I'm not saying who he. I'm not saying who he was. There's like, yeah. I'm not saying anything else about it. But yeah, Listen. this just because of this one detail. He's out. He's out. He got out in like less than ten years. If anyone fucking copies our idea about that case, I will find you, and I will find you. <laughs> no, it has already been done. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, but it's crazy. Yeah, and I don't know, at, at least here in some ways you get justice, but like, mm -hmm. not always. Like, I don't know, I think I told Carol about this. Um, I don't know if you guys know about, um, Bella Bond. Mm -hmm. She was mm -hmm. a girl, like her. She was five, and her body was found in Boston, like by the ocean. And they mm -hmm. had like billboards and a ton of stuff, like trying to find out who she was, mm -hmm. like who is this girl, mm -hmm. blah, blah 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 blah. Turns out it was like her mom and her mom's boyfriend that did it, and her yeah. mom is out on like probation or something. She got like time served, two years of time mm -hmm. served, mm -hmm. which is ridiculous because she fucking killed the kid. Yeah. And they abused her for like years or something. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I, I I don't understand it. And and even in reference to another case that we'll talk about in a couple minutes, I don't understand how that the mother of that child is out free eating McDonald's probably mm -hmm. right now. Like, can you imagine? I would like you need to you need to be mm -hmm. suffering. You need to be paying for yeah. what you did. I mean, like I know, you know, we are not like the ultimate say so but like i said at what point mm -hmm. is public safety the safety of your kids the safety of like yeah. yourself more important than exactly i don't know some pc mm -hmm. stuff you know yeah mm -hmm. and i think on that case specifically i mean a lot of foreshadowing here but mm -hmm. i mean it's i think it all comes down to legal arguments like well she wasn't actually you know doing so it's mm -hmm. That's what's upsetting about it. Yeah. Like, the whole legal legal argument side mm -hmm. of it. Like, if you argue, like, a case good enough, you can get anyone out yeah. of, of their pickle they're in. So that's what's, like, bo bothers me the most yeah, about this. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I so, feel like yeah, it's all it circumstantial. It's all situational. Mm -hmm. I just feel like, like I said, in that well, we'll get more to that case later. I feel like I could go on. <laughs> that's the one that's going to be a Well, I mean... <laughs> Where's the other half of my Xanax? <laughs> I'm gonna need it. This, this shit. Oh, am I allowed to oh, say man. shit? You're allowed to say anything. Okay. Yeah, say anything. This is not like a censored. Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> shit, 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 fuck, shit. Yeah. No. 
No, I like I have no no sympathy for like yeah killers rapists <sighs> racists. yeah I agree it's it's no really hard <laughs> to be able to sympathize and sit there and be like well they're people too well I mean where like where is yeah that? no I don't have like <laughs> you can all go yeah. to hell like I pray that something like that never happens in my like to a child of mine mm. like I remember when I lived in Brazil um we had a like a maid and she found mm-hmm. out that her boyfriend, who wasn't her daughter's dad, was, like, abusing. He was molesting her. Oh. She, like, oh. beat the shit out of this guy. She beat him up, like, really, really, really Good for her. Before she called the cops. Yeah. Mm. Good for her. Mean... Good for her. I think I saw that. Yeah. Did is that. Did she get arrested, but then they let her go? No, she didn't get arrested at all. No, I think, you know what, the one I think I saw was the, like, it was a woman who found out her boyfriend was, like, molesting her daughter, so I think she killed him, and then they, like, let her go for, like, temporary insanity or something, like, she got off, which, yes. No, but, uh, like, I can't even, like, I can't Mm -hmm. imagine what I would do in a situation like that. No, Mm -mm. and then having kids, Mm -hmm. I'm such a, I'm, like, I can't, I don't even let my kids, like, well, that thing I tagged, or, like, on Facebook, but that's, like, it was, like, this Mexican, like, it's, like, a, a funny video where this lady asks, like, what are they doing? What's their credit score? What, like, what's their IQ? For a sleepover, yeah. Yeah, for a sleepover. Like, parents, it just... Yeah. God, it freaks me out. I can't handle it. And um, not to, like, overshare or make this, like, anything, but I, I personally am a survivor, and I feel like it's just so rampant in, like, the world yeah. that you don't realize. Like, people... Not that people are too trusting, but you just never know. Like, somebody that could be... Yeah, the and person. like the worst mm-hmm. part is it, it could come from like anywhere. I too mm-hmm. am a survivor, but like mm-hmm. I didn't realize that what was happening to me was wrong until I was an adult because yeah. it was coming from a woman. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, no, women don't do that because my mom. Yeah. My mom was always like, she always made me very aware of like men and like be careful yeah. about men. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. oh god. But it was coming oh. from a woman, so I was like, no, that's not the same thing because. Mm-hmm she's a girl and i'm a girl yeah it's not the same and it just it it messes with it manipulates you so much i mean i can't even oh my god i can't i can't imagine yeah so uh, that's why i feel really bad for um this little girl's mom the one we're talking about because Mm -hmm. like can you imagine the guilt like of just letting your daughter walk away for a couple of seconds it's not her fault you know what i mean she had a a, a, dealing with two i have two kids and i want to like gouge my own eyes out sometimes i can't imagine having eight and having mm-hmm. to go to walmart like that she's a hero to me already for being able to be in a store with eight kids mm-hmm. yeah and to have that no, fear that you real. can't even yeah. walk around the grocery store without some freak coming in looking literally like you yeah. don't walk around this uh, a walmart store for 40 minutes with nothing in hand for fun exactly maybe target like no but not that. walmart yeah but yeah it's just crazy to me it was it's such a sad case and I actually when I was younger because this happened in 2001 I believe um I was seven yeah so I was 11 at the time was it 2001 let me check it's either 2000 or 2001 yeah it's 2001 yeah okay so it happened in 2001 and at the time I was 11 I was kind of starting to get into my rebellious face and my aunt actually drove (laughs) me to the spot can you imagine drove me to the spot where it happened and it's this I can't like 
sometimes when I think about it, I, I put myself like, I know this is kind of creepy, but I like think of how scared she must have been. And just that nook, it's yeah. this like brick building. It's a, it's a very small alleyway where j just a one car can fit. And it's in, it's like indented. And she was just shoved in there. And I can't imagine. I just can't imagine those. Be I didn't even like being there and I was safe. Can mm. you imagine like, yeah. I don't know. No. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just such no. a bummer. Yeah, no, like, uh, th those things always freaked me out when I was little because mm -hmm. I was always like, oh, is someone just going to jump and, like, take mm -hmm. me and blah, blah, blah. Like, mm -hmm. when I was little in Brazil, there was a guy, like, like running around kidnapping kids, mm -hmm. and he drove, like, a specific car in a specific color mm -hmm. so my sister and i if we saw any car similar to that we would just start running and screaming because yeah. we were so oh scared God. and like can you imagine that actually no like mm -mm. Mm -mm. like your your worst fear coming true and then a five-year-old i don't know yeah my oldest is seven and my youngest is one but i remember obviously what my five-year-old was like at the time and they're just so trusting they're so yeah, nice no, and mm -hmm. trusting and they just don't know and they're so innocent i can't i hope that this guy is suffering like i hope he comes to some type of reconciliation mm -hmm. with being the worst person on the planet and is just in agony for it yeah forever yeah mm -hmm. me yeah. too it's like me too yeah no even older kids because i remember when my oldest nephew was born, I was 11, mm -hmm. so my sisters used to make me babysit him all the time. And I remember we we went to a like a water club or whatever water park, mm -hmm. and my sister was like, "Okay, you watch him because I'm going to swim." And I was like, "Okay." Mm -hmm. Then he started crying and like throwing a tantrum, and he was like six months old. So I literally asked some random lady that I'd never met. I was like, "Can you hold him just while I go get my <gasps> sister?" And she was like, yeah, sure. So I handed him over to her, not thinking that she could be, like, a kidnapper or anything like that. I was yeah. just like, no, I'm literally going to walk, like, 200 feet and go get my sister. And I yeah. went and got my sister, and she was like, where's the baby? And I was like, oh, some lady is, like, holding him for me. And she was like, what? <laughs> and she freaked out. But, like, we lucked out, and the lady wasn't a kidnapper. But And I was 11, so, and I thought I was very smart, too. Yeah. So that's just to show you that kids can like make the stupidest decisions without it. Oh yeah, even... they really yeah. can. They just you know they think that everything is like they see on TV, just this fun, happy like cartoons and. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I was like, what? What's the big deal? She's just gonna hold him, and I'm yeah. gonna walk right over, and I'll be right back. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yeah, like it wasn't a big deal to you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like I didn't understand why my sister was so mad. I'm like, You're like why are you yelling at me? Chill pill. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. I was like, why are <laughs> you yelling at me? I just wanted to make him stop crying. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Do you guys want to talk about? I'm dreading it. But do you guys want to <laughs> go into the next? Yeah, one? let's talk about Brianna. Mm -hmm. So, baby Brianna Mariah Lopez was born on Valentine's Day in 2002 in Las, Las Cruces, New Mexico, mm -hmm. to parents Stephanie, really? Mm. Stephanie Lopez and Andy Walters. Um, there's not a lot to say about any of this. Uh, let me see. We couldn't really find backstory or anything, and Brianna lived a very short life, so we'll have to jump right into the gruesome things. Mm -hmm. um, so, obviously, the baby's not the killer. You know exactly how this will go. 
Uh, it's a really gruesome story, so we're gonna try to skip over the descriptions and details. The heavy stuff. We want you to be able to sleep at night. So, uh -huh. mm -hmm. yeah. So, Brianna lived for only five months, and in those five months were as hard as you could possibly imagine. She was a strong, healthy baby that survived for as long as she could, given the circumstances, which I think is incredible. She, you know, just mm -hmm. only being five months old was um, an extremely, extremely strong human being for the things that she endured. She was repeatedly bitten, unbeaten, and molested by her parents and her uncle, Stephen Lopez. Um, again, we're going to spare the details of some of this stuff because she endured every kind of physical abuse imaginable. She would, um, she would cry, but her abusers would laugh about it and muffle her screams with clothing stuffed in her mouth. The abuse was done mainly by her uncle and father, but the mom would just ignore the cries and bite the baby when she got frustrated. On the evening of July 18th, 2002, Andrew went out and bought some beers. They all drank a few beers. Later, Stephanie went to bed on the same room that they were all at. Uh, that is when Stephen and Andrew started throwing the baby up into the ceiling and letting her fall down to the floor. So I know this is a question about whether or not we should leave this detail in. I think that it's, I think that we should, um, because where I'm from, that's one of, that's like the case that, that's how you describe it. If you don't know their names, the, the parents that were drugged out and would throw the babies on the roof and the baby on the roof and let her fall. It's the most disgusting possible thing. I have a lump in my throat, even thinking about it, but I feel like, not that I want like people, oh, like you need to know that this happens, but I feel like. I feel like it's important. I feel like there's certain details that are like yeah. important and some that are like, you don't need to leave that in, but there's some that need, you need to understand the magnitude of like what this baby mm -hmm. went through so that you can, you can, you can feel the rage that the rest of us feel. You can feel rage along with yeah. every child that has ever experienced anything on a mild scale or to in a similar scale and, and do something like if you sit, I feel like if you know the details of stuff like this, it, it, it's you're more inclined to speak out when you see something because it's already festering it's already bothering you so if you see something like a mom slapping or biting her kid you're going to be like oh shit baby brianna 911 like this is happening i don't know 100 percent what's going on but it made me uncomfortable you know what i mean and i feel like mm -hmm. sometimes we need to be uncomfortable sometimes we need to be out of our our comfort zone to be able to make other people's business our business and i know that that's like you should never do that yeah definitely you should do that when it comes to a child's safety definitely. so um yeah i definitely think that we should discuss some of this stuff um so when going back into it it said um these did they did this multiple times and stephanie alleged that she never heard the baby cry liar even though the other two yeah, assholes like, said she was screaming i mean how can you not how can yeah Whew. So, uh, again, I'm not done, but um, if you do decide to venture out and are a brave soul and you Google um, poor Brianna's story, you will encounter pictures. I mean, that is one of the first things that popped up. I'm sure, Carolina, when you Googled it, you mm -hmm. saw those pictures almost immediately. They're not hard to find. No. Um, yeah. I, just from her saying, I didn't hear her screaming. Okay, but did you look at your baby? Did you see the bruises that had accumulated over the months, the breaks, the bites? Mm -hmm. You can't sit there. I feel like being like, I didn't hear anything is not a good enough excuse. It's not a good enough excuse. Mm -hmm. It's not, you need to be eyes on your baby all the time. I mean, other than when you're sleeping and eating, like there's just no excuse for that to have happened. Um, and that's just such a poor, mm -hmm. a self-serving excuse. Whew, sorry, mm -hmm. I'm getting in it, okay. So on the next day, when Stephanie woke up and saw all the fresh bruises, she, oh yeah, the fresh ones. 
She asked what happened, and they said they might have been a little too rough with her last night. She was okay with that answer and didn't tend to her daughter's injuries. Even when she noticed that Brianna was dying, dying, she ignored it and waited several hours to call an ambulance. When the paramedics got there, she told them that the baby had fallen out of a high chair. Woo! Oh. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah, that, that's totally yeah. what happened. Hey, that's recall. Like when... We need to recall that high chair. <laughs> that's literally like when women are beaten by their husbands and they're like, oh, no, I just fell. Like, yeah, the door frames all over the world are just what? too much. <laughs> Um, so last part, Brianna was pronounced dead at 11.10 a.m. July 9th, 2002, after 153 days of abuse. Very powerful. So, yeah. So at the hospital, it became very apparent that she was a child abuse case. She had bruises and bite marks all over her body, some healing and some fresh, which proved that the abuse had happened um, during a period of time that it was a prolonged case of abuse. See, she had multiple skull fractures, some old, some new, broken limbs, broken ribs, brain bleeding, um, lacerations on her fingers and genitals. Not one family member cared about her, not her parents, not her grandparents, no one, because they all knew that the abuse was happening, but they chose to ignore it. There wasn't any toys or pictures of her at the home, so before they started the autopsy, the investigators and examiners took pictures of her and photoshopped the bruises out. And this, like, you're gonna see one picture that doesn't have any bruises on, like, Brenda was already dead, then yeah. it was just photoshop because all, everything is just bruised mm-hmm. and abused. And that's probably one of the only pictures of her where she looks angelic and peaceful. And that's, uh, it's unfortunate that that's a photo that was taken in her Mm -hmm. Mm death. Her her grandparents and another family member were sentenced to 60 days in jail for failing to report child abuse. And I love that. Um, Mm -hmm. Her mom was sentenced to 27 years for her connection to Brianna's death. And her father and uncle was sentenced to 63 days and 57 years for her her murder. They all got max sentenced, but were eligible for um, early release if they behaved. So yeah, the jury found Stephanie, the mom, not guilty because um, not guilty of intentional child abuse, but guilty of child abuse resu- resulting in death. So she wasn't convicted, I think, for uh, as much time mm-hmm. because she wasn't throwing the baby. You know what yeah. I mean? But she was an accomplished nonetheless. Oh my God, this is the worst. Oh, it's so awful. I, I when I like brought it up, I regretted it instantly. But I was like, no, we need to, we yeah. need to talk about this. It's yeah, like a, no, it's, it's an important one. So, like, look at this. No one came forward to claim her body. So the community came together and arranged a funeral for her, donating everything they could, even the clothes she wore. People placed a lot of things at her graveside. Ta- uh, towels, towels, <laughs> toys, towels. toys, flowers. <laughs> pictures statues but her family wasn't having it they placed a mesh cage on top of her grave and the cemetery chose to 
side with their wishes to quote live us and Brianna alone. Like go go to hell. Like go what are you talking to hell? Like on a one way. Like, what are you talking train. about? You've never oh done anything God. to help this girl, and after she died, you want people to leave you her You can't alone? even oh. let this poor baby have peace and death. Let her have some toys. Like I understand that she can't play with them or see them or aesthetically. I don't know what happens when you die. Just but like. I don't know. Like, what if she just is like, oh, that's nice. I'm in heaven and people are leaving me things. That's great. Like, what is wrong mm-hmm. with you people that you can't... I'm sorry, I'm screaming. But, like, what is wrong yeah. that, like, you can't have any type of compassion or human decency for a child that you're going to put yes. a cage on mm-hmm. top of her grave? Like... And it's not this, like people were, like, damaging no, or vandalizing No, nobody was vandalizing it. I remember... They were, like, trying to help exactly i remember Mm -hmm. before the cage was put up there was just so much there were it was like an overflow of balloons and flowers and Mm -hmm. toys and teddy bears and notes and cards and signs that were just saying you know we you know you were loved you were loved whether you were loved by people you Mm -hmm. knew or not you were loved and i think that was so beautiful on the fact that they were like no but what's great and is it mentioned Mm -hmm. okay yeah so you yeah the memorial bench is mentioned here What's so heartbreaking about this case is that, like, literally no one cared enough about her when she was living, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, nobody could give a shit about that baby, and that's what's heartbreaking, because as, as soon as she dies and people start caring about her, mm-hmm. the family's like, how dare you, you know? Mm-hmm. It's exactly. Like, yeah. How, how dare all this commotion, like, how dare... The audacity. You know, you put things on the grave, and mm-hmm. she doesn't have even have a tombstone. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, like, after like, all of this, the community put up a memorial bench close to her graveside and she doesn't have like a headstone or anything Mm because these people were pieces of shit Mm -hmm. and thankfully that headstone i mean that headstone that memorial bench is always covered in like gifts for her so she's not forgotten um especially in that area Mm -hmm. um so people are very vocal about Stephanie's possible early release and petition, petitioned, even legislated to keep people like her behind bars for as long as possible. As a result, um, came by Baby Brianna Bill in 2005. So now New Mexico carries a mandatory minimum prison sentence of 30 years for international child abuse, up from a maximum sentence of 18 years at the time that Brianna died. Unfortunately, and that is an understatement, she was released from prison in September 2016, and her two years of parole are about to be over. So she is free to go about not realizing that her children are being abused again. She was put in, like, the witness protection program, so no one... She got a new name change. She got... I mean, I don't know that that's what it's called. Um, I think... I'm sure it has, like, a better name than witness protection program, but, I mean, that's the gist of what she was put in. So no one knows where she is. It's very similar to what happened with Carla Homolka, um, where she got, like, a new identity. I don't know what what it is now, but, I mean, she was found... um, Unfortunately, Stephanie Lopez doesn't have that same um, infamy that she should have so mm-hmm. I don't know that anyone would recognize her outside yeah. of the area that we live in um, but there was a rumor as I had mentioned to you guys earlier that she might be here I don't think so because I feel like people really looked out for her for so long mm-hmm. um, and it's really just I mean we're, we border right where it happened it, it's a maybe 30 minute drive from where I live to where this happened so uh, you know it's it's bittersweet because you're you're grateful that they did any time at all because in some cases these things get dropped or there's mm-hmm. no evidence or whatever. But I feel like the mom 
I don't know, I just hold her a lot more responsible than everybody else did. Not everybody else, but like the courts. I feel like mm-hmm. you just are made to protect your baby. As your baby is growing inside of you, you're yeah. growing as a protector. You're becoming this lion that's going to kill anybody that does anything to your daughter. Not literally hand them over mm-hmm. and be like, I'm going to take a nap. And don't and, and and her acting like this happened in one evening. Like I took a nap. <clears throat> excuse me. I took a nap and I woke up and you know the high chair killed her. Like it's just unfathomable to me. I like. How did she even think that that was gonna stick? Like yeah. it's so self-serving. That's... It is so self-serving to mm-hmm. be like, oh, my dog ate my homework. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, oops. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine it. Um, I I don't, I, I, I I could be remembering this incorrectly, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. But the uncle more so was the one who displayed even the slightest bit of remorse by crying, I think in court one time. And that just like, get your fake tears out of my face. Like that makes me so angry. Yeah. See my mom crawling behind me. <laughs> <laughs> like, can I, can I go? <laughs> Poor baby, she's so I'm sorry. <laughs> she's like, I'm just gonna crawl. <laughs> she's waving. <laughs> oh god, they can't. You can't hear them. Okay, mom, get back. Um, yeah, no, it's like it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, I can't. Like, I can't even imagine a stranger letting shit like this happen to a kid yeah mm-hmm. and then they're the parents mm-hmm. and uh, i don't know it's disgusting that detail about the high chair i think it's really interesting because it's like she was trying to save her ass so clearly she knew that well they were doing was wrong so oh, yeah. i don't know if she was just trying to like afraid that she was gonna get implicated in it somehow because it happens mm-hmm. once and it's like oh my god i can't you know i don't know if there was any domestic violence involved but that doesn't justify anything Any of it. but no. it's like she could have reported it so many times and yet she didn't and she waits for her to die to come up with a lame excuse you know yeah and th- i didn't mention this and i don't know if you guys saw this in, in any of your research but they were regularly like using drugs and i feel like they use that as a lot of an excuse mm-hmm. i know specifically the uncle and the brother um i mean the uncle and the brother the uncle and the dad had a lot of um that was like their excuse for a lot of it like oh we, we were drugged up but he has lucid enough yeah. memories to go into some of the like i'm some of these details are things that i can never unhear unsee unread mm-hmm. and i feel like yeah you just don't do that when you're high you know what i mean mm-hmm. like there's just yeah and like it's not like being high like excuse yeah it. being high doesn't make no. you a pedophile you know, it just mm-hmm. doesn't do yeah. that. That just, I've never, you you either are, are already these monstrous things and your drugs are just loosening mm-hmm. you up and making you do whatever it is you feel like you want to do. And then you have this poor innocent baby who's just, who's, who's in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong parents and the wrong uncle. Like, it's mind boggling to me to and, use this stuff as an excuse. And those other kids in the house too, right? You know what? I don't. I don't know. I don't remember yeah. that. Yeah. I remember seeing like a detail, but I saw it on like on one place. Uh-huh. So usually when I see things on just one place, I don't like mention them because I'm like I can verify this information. Uh-huh. But it's like I think they lived in the in the mobile home with like the grandparents mm. and like another uncle, and that's why they got convicted because they saw everything happening and they didn't report anything. 
but I saw somewhere that like two of the kids were taken to like foster care because of this and I really hope that they're fine you know yeah I agree yeah and I hope nothing happened to them you know I hope that that I know right oh man see I didn't know that I feel I I I assumed it had just been Brianna but I really like when this comes up everything that I know is really word of mouth and like what was on the news going into detail and researching it sometimes is really hard just because that first thing that you pop that will pop up when you type in her google in her name into google um Mm -hmm. is that photograph and that photograph every single time it like rips my soul to shreds and i cannot get it out of my head for Mm -hmm. forever and whoever it was that cleared up that that made that picture where they cleared up her bruises and stuff they're just saints i mean Mm -hmm. it's such a a pretty picture of her and it's a better one to remember her by but it's monstrous okay guys so we hope you enjoyed this even though it was like horrible and i was renting in the middle of it because i just can't even and you know hopefully this will be something you had never heard of Mm -hmm. or even if you heard of you didn't know a lot of and i didn't know anything about any of this before sam brought it to my attention so thank you thank you so much sam thanks for having me guys i really appreciate that you guys let me share some of the more impacting Mm -hmm. stories to my area and I feel like getting the word out on some of these things are going to just help people to maybe realize um I'm going to quote I'm going to quote Kylie realize Mm -hmm. realizing things (laughs) you know let's let's all make this the year of realizing Mm -hmm. yes realize real (laughs) eyes realize real lies oh wow (laughs) okay guys I think we can go now yeah after that we've just earned two thousand (laughs) <laughs> 2,000 subscribers. <laughs> it's alright. We have like 2 million now, so it's fine. Yeah, we're like millionaires. I'm making like $50,000 a day. Just Well, I, I'm i going to be a regular now from now yeah, on. Yeah, like, I know. This is a three-person <laughs> podcast. It's happening. Yes. <laughs> I'm inviting myself every time. Like every time you guys are going to record, all of a sudden there's just going to be a third box. I'm going to be like, what's up, guys? <laughs> Oh, not her again. Oh, God. Oh, this cow. Oh, her God. Crunch. Oh, my God. This guy on my Facebook is selling Pomeranian puppies, and they're so cute. Don't don't buy dogs. Adopt them. Don't tell me what you do. Okay. <laughs> this is the best outro ever. Yeah. They're so cute. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I need them. Oh, my God. They're only 950 bucks. Oh, that's bucks. cheap. Guys. Only. Guys, uh, gofundme.com slash get Stephanie a puppy. No, we already have the boyfriend submissions. Go now we me. have the dog um, fund. D- the yeah. dog submissions. So oh, no. now you have Wait, two jobs. Thing. What? I can, I'll, I'll work on the dog. Or, I mean, we could mm-hmm. combine them. <laughs> How about this? We get me a boyfriend that yes. has a dog. So Even, I can slowly oh God, take the dog away from him and then dump him and keep the dog. Exactly. Done. Okay. That's what I'm trying to do with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, okay, guys. Have a great day, night, or no, whatever. No, not yet. Not yet, not yet. Have no, a please night. tell people wait, to... Wait, oh, no, Yeah, no, we need to tell people to like us on all the social medias. You know, um... Yeah, yeah to like follow us on Instagram, tell you... Tell us that um, you're a real person, because we cannot make it... Make the difference, you know, notice it sometimes... If you like us on Facebook, you're definitely a real yeah, person. Yeah, we get, like, followers, and I'm like, is this a bot, or is this a real person? Mm-hmm. So it's I a never bot, know. yeah. Oh, thanks. 
<laughs> no, it's me. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. Um, send us emails. I don't know. Raiders, raiders on um iTunes. Definitely raiders on iTunes. Yeah, you guys need to do that. If you um yeah listen all the way to here, you probably have a good opinion about us because we're amazing. So. You know, let us know. Just let us know. Like us. I mean, we're in one. We? Really? I think they're talking about me. <laughs> okay. Like, we. Yeah, let Stephanie <laughs> believe that. And Hey, I paid one Chuck E. Cheese coin to see Carolina left. <laughs> I, I will pay you my whole baked sweet okay. potato. That's good. How about that? I mean, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> what, what do I got to do? Enjoy it more that? than I make it. <laughs> okay, you, you got it. Me. Sorry. <laughs> uh. Okay, okay, guys. Uh, right, ciao. ciao. Bye.